0: Oh, yeah, no, that's uh, Vosinova, Memeza, and uh, beginning the show on a somber moment as uh, um, we connect. Uh, to the soul that was uh, Professor Mayosi and uh, may his departed soul rest uh, peacefully. Uh, Professor Bongani Mayosi um, took his life and, I, you know, uh, when we were debating about uh, having this conversation and reflecting on what's happening in all forms of media uh, where people were saying stop making excuses, depression is a, a, a serious illness, depression is a disease. Obviously for him to get to where he is academically or where he was academically, um depression was not a major issue uh, it, it, it's something that uh, he it what which was triggered um, by situations that he was exposed to and I'd like to read um, to you something that uh, was uh, written by uh, Shazia Ibrahim uh, saying we asked if Mr. Mayosi has a history of depression and they said he didn't until 2016 that day he was called a coconut And the day he was called a sellout, just couldn't deal with it. It affected him. Now, a person who was as passionate as uh, Professor Mayose was, uh, when you are with your colleagues, um, you are regarded as a sellout. When you are with the students whom you hold, you regard so dearly, uh, you are called a coconut and you don't fit in. And uh, surely, uh, especially for a person who uh, is not a a social butterfly, who's not used uh, to taking a knock, who's who's always been academically uh, excelling uh, in in their cause and path, um, suddenly you get labelled things that you do not have any connection to. Surely that should trigger. And, you know, it took me to the days when, um, as part of higher education, HIV and AIDS, we're trying uh, to figure out, uh, in terms of uh, gender-based violence, uh, what exactly is happening um, within the institutions and uh, what could what could be uh, corrective measures that could be applied. And I remember uh, witnessing what uh, um, a Vice-Chancellor uh, of Rhodes University, Ciswa Mabizela, was went through. Uh, I was there with the students and it was such a a horrific experience for me uh, experiencing and watching uh, the pain from young people expressing themselves and watching um, professionals having having to enjoy and understand that uh, these children are seeing them as an outlet and also connecting to what they were raising, the important issues they were raising and the manner in which these issues were raised and how uh, adults, human beings, fathers and husbands were labelled and called things that you wonder how do you move, move away from a situation like that. And uh, Vice Chancellor of uh, Rhodes University is joining us right now on the line. Good afternoon and welcome, Bab uh, Bizen.
1: Good afternoon, uh, Christel, and good afternoon to your listeners.
0: I mean, I remember at uh, during that day, uh, there was a point where I felt like maybe you shouldn't be in the audience but you stayed on um, because you were interested in the issues that were being raised. Uh, and, and fast forward, we here now, 2018, we've lost uh, Professor Mayosi. Your reflections.
1: Thelda, you know, I, I, I look back on that day. Uh, when you were here, we were trying to launch an important dialogue. Uh, and I reflect, you are quite right. It was very difficult whether one had to stay in or, or leave. But one thing that stands out for me on that day, uh, in fact, uh, during that time when young women came to my office and one of them put her a, a finger on my forehead and said to me, I hope and wish your daughters get raped. Oh. Uh, and that is one thing which hurt me and hurt me so deeply. Uh, we this is a very difficult time for our country we have lost one of the finest minds uh, great researcher certainly on on up and up so it's a huge loss and to the meiosis family we convey our deepest condolences and to usla and and the children uh, not only have they lost uh, someone special we have all lost Um I have just been disappointed with the kinds of accusations and counter-accusations and the blame game that has been going on in our media, not allowing the family space to mourn Mm. and the nation to mourn the departing of such a fine uh, young man. But I'm quite happy and delighted that our president has declared um, an official provincial funeral for him, indeed a fitting a tribute to to a wonderful person. Christelda, if one reflects on the issue of the protests, uh, the FISMAS ball protests, uh, let me indicate that at the core of the protests were real challenges of access to and affordability of higher education. Uh, And there are many academically deserving young people who, through no fault of their own, cannot afford higher education. And so, in my view, that was a very noble uh, thing to do, to raise this and bring this to the national consciousness. However, I do feel that at certain times, important lines were crossed. Uh, and we can reflect on that. And
2: mm.
1: many people experience trauma and pain not only vice-chancellors but staff and students and there are many- And I'm
0: glad you mentioned that um, Prof, because uh, you know someone might view this conversation as us trying to nullify the pain and and the importance of activism and we are having this conversation um because we, we, we need to reflect on the how Uh, There are many um, causes that are going to be taken on. There are many issues that are going to be raised. uh, But it's important that we do it in respect of human rights. Uh, We have to pay the bills. Uh, When we return, we continue.
1: SAFM, leading the conversation.
0: The SABC editorial policy draft is now available for final public comment from the 12th of July 2018 until the 1st of August 2018. Download your copy on www.co.za forward slash editorial policy. You can also grab a copy at your local SABC office. Deadline for submission of comments is Wednesday, the first of August, which is uh, today. The SABC editorial policy grab a copy and have your say.
1: Hashtag SAFM Lifetime.
0: It's a very good afternoon. I don't know if I should say very good afternoon. It's a sad afternoon. Um, but, uh, you know, these conversations have to be had and uh, we're reflecting on uh, the importance of fees must fall and roads must fall, though we acknowledge how important the way. Um, but our right to free speech should not mean uh, that we need to destroy one another as a community, as a a country and um, uh, we, we, we need uh, to be responding uh, to issues effectively and uh, joining us right now is Mr. Sizwe Mabizela uh, who is a mathematician and vice-chancellor at Rhodes University.
1: Yeah. you're absolutely right. We will always have many important and worthy causes that we need to stand up for. How do we engage each other without attacking each other's person, without dehumanizing or degrading each other? That, for me, is absolutely critical. If we are to build a more just, a more humane, a more caring, a more inclusive, Mm. and a more compassionate society, Uh, recognizing the humanity of another person is just so critically important. You know, we saw incredible levels of violence. Mm. And the tragedy of violence is that it does not only dehumanize the person upon whom it is visited, it also dehumanizes the perpetrator. Mm. We also witness the glorification and romanticization of violence. We do not need... And, you know, yesterday we saw an incredible number of people going out to march against sexual and gender-based violence. Very, very important public statement that we cannot continue to countenance the scourge of sexual and gender-based violence. And I think we need to work together And we really don't need to destroy each other's person. We need to pull each other together so that we are able to work together and build the country of our dreams.
0: And Professor, what do you say to people who who, who would then say, uh, you know, the institutions uh, dragged their feet uh, in addressing issues that are raised by students and, and thus, you know, creating a, a violent environment where students are just tired of not being heard? Uh, your message to your colleagues as well, because surely uh, we, we should all as a collective take responsibility uh, for what has been happening
1: selda you 're absolutely right. Uh, there are instances when those of us who are in positions of uh, responsibility need to act and act in a very responsive and speedy fashion, but there are other instances where some of the things that are being asked for are beyond one 's control. I can tell you, I must with my students uh, when We were challenging government to increase funding for students who were in financial need. Uh, I've always said that it should not be an accident of one's birth or the side of the railway line in which one is born Mm. for that person to have access to quality education. We must make sure as a nation that every academically deserving young person is funded to the full. Uh, to access quality of higher education. That notwithstanding, during that time I received numerous death threats. My daughters, who were schooling here in Gramstown, were threatened with kidnapping. One instance which comes to mind, which really traumatized me, was when my daughter called, and uh, on that day the police had been on campus. There had been quite a a serious confrontation, and she called and said someone had told her that, the police, uh, that uh, I had been killed in, the, in, that, uh, in that situation, mm. and how traumatic it was for her. Um, and of course, it was a psychological torture, and so I had to, I had to remove them. They're no longer in Gramstown and they really don't even think of coming back to
2: Gramstown.
1: How do we engage in a respectful manner and disagree with each other, but find ways of engaging for a greater good, mm. for a common good, without dehumanizing each other? Have you and received
0: counselling, and, and uh, that would include your family?
1: My daughters did receive counselling, uh, but I, I have been sustained by. Uh, other things like my faith and and all of that. So, I I have not gone for any for any counselling, uh, but you know it, it is important for us as a society mm. to find ways of engaging. And you see this happening all around our country: destruction of property. You know, Celsa, the taxpayers of this country have invested more than twenty point one billion rand in ensuring that our higher education system has quality infrastructure. And these are ordinary taxpayers of this country. And please allow me, Criselda, to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the taxpayers of this country for supporting our higher education system. And so we must jealously guard it and be sure that the infrastructure is protected and preserved for our children and for our grandchildren and for posterity. So when you have student protests that ban libraries and destroy property, that does not take us anywhere. Uh, And again, during the time of protests, our public higher education was, was right at the edge of a precipice. We have one of the best higher education systems in this continent. And so we do need to protect and make sure that it is supported going forward. And again, uh, we owe it to the taxpayers of this country, the ordinary Gogos and kulus who go to shopping centers, who buy a can of beans, and they pay vet on that. It is that money that supports our higher education system
0: all right we we're going to take the news headlines uh when we return i'd like us to uh, focus on the program that has now been launched post um, these uh, campaigns that were launched and that's uh, that's uh with the news headlines
1: discussions impacting your life the most
0: Joining me on the line is Vice-Chancellor of Rhodes University, uh, Mr. Cizu Mabizela, and uh, we're reflecting on the psychological effects of uh, fees must fall, roads must fall, protests which were very crucial and uh, critical. Um, But is it possible to minimize, in actual fact, how do we minimize uh, the trauma that was experienced during those uh, protests? Um, Many students and um, staff, uh, like uh, experienced trauma anxiety and uh, some were left depressed and how do we move uh, post uh, these protests now Prof, let's talk about uh, I mean corrective measures and um, uh, so many months later surely there must be programs that have been implemented in addressing this that we don't experience any more deaths and I am aware of uh, some of the students who have taken their own lives uh, from depression
1: uh, Christel, um one thing that really worries me immensely is that as a society, we have become inured to violence, and, and so uh, some of the initiatives that are in place are there to ensure that we develop a, a higher level of engagement and appreciation of how important it is for all of us to, to engage in a much more constructive way. And of course, the other thing, as you as you will know, uh, relates to issues of sexual and gender-based violence. Uh, there is a new draft policy that is in place now at national level, uh, and that, by the way, is is an initiative that you are so instrumental uh, at facilitating. Uh, so we're we're hoping that uh, it will be approved and that we'll be able to implement that and, and at least confront the issues of sexual or gender-based violence. But uh, at other levels. Each institution is grappling with mechanisms and and ways of of engaging various uh, sectors of its own so that we do develop that culture of robust debate Mm. and engaging on the ideas without dehumanizing or launching ad hominem attacks because that is where the problem is. But of course, there's also social media which is hugely silencing. And people are not able to engage and people take cover of social media to say or do things they ordinarily would not do. But as institutions of higher learning, we have a responsibility to inculcate in our students and also in ourselves the culture of openness, accountability, and transparency and engagement uh, in, in more constructive ways.
0: And a response to um, Ibrahim Siebe, uh on Twitter asking, but how can one be stressed by people calling you names? Uh, that can't be the only reason. Uh, we did mention that he suffered from depression. So when you are called things that you do not believe you are, it exacerbates whatever challenges you may have uh, with yeah. the chemical imbalance. Depression is a disease. People kill themselves for being called fat.
2: Sure. People
0: kill themselves for being called black, yep. dark um, and and for those various reasons and, and, yep. and uh, if you'd like to add something, uh, Professor?
1: Kraselda, we should never trivialize these things. They're yep. just so important. People get triggered by all manner of things. What might not trigger one person might just serve as a trigger for another person. And so we have to be very careful. We have to learn to engage in each other and learn to respect our individuality while at the same time appreciating our part of being a community and so i wouldn't like anyone to trivialize that because and i can tell you from experience being Mm -hmm. a black person in a position of responsibility and authority carries with it incredible pressure if i say that will reflect on all black people because it will be generalized as black people are incompetent mm. and and if i succeed i will be seen as an as an exception and mabizela is is something else so we, we we are a society that is still grappling with all those things so i can imagine even for bongani being the dean uh, of of. Um, of uh, health sciences, lots of pressure to do things that would ordinarily not be expected of of other people. So there are all kinds of pressures, but really we should not trivialize the fact that people do get triggered by words that you might consider to be innocuous.
0: So let's take uh, Gerald, who's been holding um, from Deben. Good afternoon and welcome. Thank you so much uh, for your patience, Gerald.
2: Uh, hi Chris, hello to the professor yeah, It's a pity that uh, people like uh, Professor Muayazi who, who stand for reasonableness are, are vilified in this country It's a sad day that you know that people that try to resolve things through reason in this country are completely vilified and we're actually leaving things open to the mob but I just want to put something on the table Recently there was a constitutional court judgment against labour breaking, and besides the, the years of protesting, the years of of lying promises by politicians to resolve the issue of labor broking. Absolutely nothing came of it. And You know, millions of rands worth of property um, destroyed in process related to uh, labor broking. Many politicians got elected on the back of promises to get rid of labor broking. And in the end, it was a simple solution. Was Mm -hmm. that when your rights are infringed in a civilized society, you have access to a court and... Thankfully for us in South Africa, the Constitutional Court has worked. It's, I can only say it's worked every time, and it's probably our last institution that's functioning properly. But when we have a country here yeah, that's literally we are burning our own country over the most trivial things, I mean, in a democracy you have to express your dissatisfaction disfas- via mm-hmm. your vote. And if your rights have been infringed, we've got a great uh, Constitution and we've got a great Bill of Rights, We have access to the courts. And I can assure you now that it would be my opinion that uh, the students would have won their case in in the Constitutional Court for free higher education.
0: And I guess uh, that's the conversation we need to expand as well, Gerard. Thank you for bringing that. Um, Because we, I mean, right now we're sitting with uh, a a lot of uh, these young people who are in and out of courts. And should they be charged, it becomes a criminal record. And a criminal record that couldn't have been um, had we found ways of just meeting each other and being able to use our uh, our constitution to have conversations. Uh, But I guess uh, the frustration from young people as well at times is um, that the system is too slow. And at times it feels like no one is paying attention, no one is listening.
1: Kisela, you're absolutely right. It it is the frustration when people realize that they have been making these demands for a very long time and no one seems to be responding uh, again it really breaks my heart that some of the students that we had um, in our higher education system had their futures destroyed Um through trauma and all the things that happened uh, during, the, during the protests. And uh, it should not come to that level. Mm. We should find a way of engaging productively uh, and in a respectful way. But more than that, because I think the frustration uh, comes from the fact that you have engaged and nothing seems to happen. Mm. The real question is responsiveness.
2: Yeah.
1: Are we being responsive, responsive and also in a timely manner? Mm. Because people run out of patience. And and in those circumstances, people do anything that uh, they hope will bring about the kinds of things that they want. How can we learn to be responsive?
0: Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, perhaps uh, before I let you go, um, uh, Prof, I would like to just read this uh, from Lufuno Bubu, uh, Bubulam and hoping that uh, more and more men are listening, that going for counselling is seen um, as most uh, a sign of weakness, especially amongst men. I was once referred for counselling, but I decided not to attend those sessions. And I wish I attended um, because I have not healed. And it's it's been years now. Thank you. Thank you very much for sharing that, Lufono. Uh, Prof, thank you. Thank you very much uh, for taking this time to reflect on this with us.
1: Thank you very much, Elder, and thank you for the incredible work that you do, not only through your radio, but in many ways the causes that you're involved in. And I've read your book which is very very touching and I wish you everything of the best my sister thank
0: you thank you very much that's uh, Professor Sizwe Mabizela also known as Dr. Sizwe Mabizela who's a mathematician and Vice Chancellor of uh, Rhodes University as we're reflecting on um, the the trauma the anxiety the depression um, that has led to uh, mental illness for many uh, staff members and students alike uh, post the process uh, of uh, fees must fall and roads must fall and And thank you for your contributions and thank you for sharing your pain as well. Uh